You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, Around Atlanta edition. Showcasing the best of Metro Atlanta, our communities, the attractions, and the special events that make Atlanta great. Welcome to our virtual town square. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning and welcome back to the Around Atlanta edition. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my co-host and friend, Carol Morgan. Before we kick things off, however, we do want to thank New American Funding for being our 2020 show sponsor. Now our 10th year on the air. It has been a great year with them as our partner and we're looking very much forward to 2021 with New American Funding. All right, Carol, this is going to be a wicked cool conversation. We've had this amazing organization on the show before and it's a lot of fun. It's going to be a great uh, holiday conversation. I'm looking forward to it. Well, you know, we need some festivities this uh, holiday season. So I'm very glad that we're joined by these two gentlemen. So we have Anthony Rodriguez, who is the co-founder and producing artistic director. And we have Juan Unsueta, who is the director of cross-cultural programs with the Aurora Theater here in studio with us today. So welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for having us, Todd and Carol. We appreciate being here. Absolutely. Well, it's good to have you guys. I know you're awfully busy right now. You got a lot of exciting stuff going on. So appreciate you carving out a few minutes for us. Uh, it's gonna. It's been good to. It's good to see you, Anthony. Uh, you've been on the show before, so it's good to have you back. Remind the audience about kind of the mission and purpose of Aurora Theater. Sure. You know, we're Gwinnett's only uh, professional theater. We're a 25-year-old organization. We are located in historic downtown Lawrenceville in a beautiful facility, which is undergoing an incredible expansion in partnership with the city of Lawrenceville. We provide a wide range of entertainment. I mean, everything from children's programming to our main stage programs, uh, comedy nights, cabaret experiences. We run the Lawrenceville Ghost Tours. We do a wide range of entertainment options for audience members. And we're just, we're just incredibly proud. We've been, uh, been really excited about the work that our staff has been doing to get us through the pandemic and stay connected with our patrons. It hasn't been easy, but it certainly has given us a great deal of insight into what we do as an organization and how we do it, why we do it, and making sure that we stay connected with our donors, our patrons, and with each other as a staff, because that's been hard too, because we're not really in the building right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, COVID has definitely impacted all of us in some way, form or fashion. Talk a well, little Yeah, I mean, the last time I was on this show, I was sitting with you all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the thought of sitting in a, our little studio room and having <laughs> 10 sets of guests come through. Yeah, that doesn't excite yeah. me right now, but hopefully right, we can get little, back to That's a lot of Clorox wipes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, and a lot of masks, too. So who knows yeah. what we would even sound like, but... Um, yeah, talk a little bit about how COVID has impacted your 2020 season and then what you've done to get creative and get through it. Absolutely. Sure. We, um, we were right in the midst of our record-breaking run of On Your Feet on our main stage, and we had to shut down the show. Uh, in fact, the set for that show is still there on our main stage wow. as a reminder. But, you know, to sort of wrap our brains around how to continue on without being able to gather in one space... Like you said, we had to get very creative. We really poured ourselves into our digital series. We started out with several different things that we offered. We offered uh, free play readings via Zoom, weekly story times for kids, as well as sort of a sip and paint craft time for the adults. 
and improv games for kids to do at home. We had a whole variety of things that we were doing weekly from you know June, July, August, September. And as the situation looked like it was going to be continuing, we started putting on one-person shows at the theater that we would then be able to record and make available to our patrons and guests at home that they could stream. So that's sort of been our newest endeavor, you know, filming multi-camera and then really well-edited content of full shows for our audiences at home. And it's uh, certainly been a learning experience, but I think it's really shown us how strong we are and how creative we are as a staff because we're not necessarily outsourcing any of that editing or any of that outside of just our full-time staff members. Well, I guess it doesn't surprise me that you guys would have uh, innovated and kind of had a creative solution to do something pretty unique and and entertaining through this. Uh, Anthony, I I guess had to kind of stretch some of those improv muscles on this thing, right? I mean, it's kind of yeah. I mean, people kept telling us they kept telling us to think outside of the box, and I told the staff, I said, "We don't have a box. There's no box for this." You know that that would imply that we actually have some sort of clue how to uh, how to deal with what the environment has given us, and you know we kept pushing the can down the road and thinking, well, we'll open in a few months, we'll open in four months, and and I finally it was too much for the staff, it was too much for the artists that we kept on hold for some of the things we had planned, and so we just had to scrap the entire season and then just sort of allow the environment that we're given to dictate how we come back. You know, if the vaccine allows us to do some things differently, quicker than we thought possible, then that's what we'll do. But, you know, we've got plans A through Z with, you know, a few more letters thrown in there if we need them. We just got to do what we can. Yeah. How how have these makeshift solutions uh, to entertain been received? I mean, is there any chance some of this stuff could become embedded in what you do going forward? I think in in some ways in that there are probably some of our patrons, be they older patrons or patrons that are sick or at home or hospitalized or, or whatever, that there may be some of the stuff that we've been streaming, we may still keep intact for those sorts of reasons. But, you know, we just don't, we don't have the capacity to be a, a Netflix or a Hulu or anything right. else on TV. So it's much more difficult for us to get the same sort of buy-in for that sort of sure. program. It's sure. not the same experience as sitting inside a theater, right? No. Yeah. Um, you know, it's for this moment, but I don't know that it's going to be a permanent part of what we do. I hope not. I will say, I'll be honest, doing theater, you know, on a computer is just not what we do. Understood. It's not as fulfilling to me, but it is serving a purpose. Right. Understood. Understood. Well, I think in some ways we feel the same way about this radio show. We'd much rather do it in person. So, right, yeah, you know, exactly. And all the bazillions of webinars that I've done as webinars that would have been in-person oh. appearances, I've just gotten to the point that I've quit applying for speaking engagements that are, you know, paid and, you know, a little bit outside my realm just because I don't enjoy doing that much as, web- as webinars. I'd rather do them in person. So, yeah, cutting back. <laughs> Well, tell us about this weekend. You've got an exciting production happening this weekend. What is it and where is it going to yeah, be located? You know, we have been doing Christmas Canteen for going on 25 years. And it's an incredible holiday show that we've been doing for our patrons. And we didn't know how we would be able to pull it off this year. So luckily for us, 
the city of Sugar Hill has the bowl, which seats about 2,000 people outdoors, and we're going to be able to seat about 500 people socially distanced. Now, yeah, it's December and it's outdoors, but it's going to be safer for the audience, it's going to be safer for the patrons, and it's still going to allow us to do some of what we have done for the last 25 years. And give us a little detail on the show itself. I mean, what's the story about? Sure. So it's a variety show. It's it's a little bit of comedy. It's a lot of music and some dancing. It's going to be a little different this year. It's going to be heavier on on singing things and less on a lot of interaction between the actors in the show because it's just it's just not as safe to do that. I mean, everybody's got a face shield on. Everyone's had COVID tests before we came into the rehearsal room. We've got a, a pretty great safety plan in place for how we run our rehearsals and and how we'll do the show. You know, in fact, the, the patrons will be bringing their own seats, Ooh. right? And we'll make sure that they're in pods separated to watch the show comfortably. And we're keeping it without an intermission so that we won't have a lot of gathering at intermission, right? We'll get in, we'll get it do about an hour and a half show, and then we'll be out instead of breaking it up into two acts. So also understand you have a uh a pretty intriguing solution for uh, It's a Wonderful Life. So tell us uh, what you guys are planning to do with that. Yeah, we have, uh, you know, two other holiday opportunities if you can't make it to Christmas Canteen at the Bowl. Um, and we're sort of selling it as choose your own Christmas adventure. We have an in-person option that will be on our main stage, very socially distanced, limited engagement, you know, limited seating, which is actually a one-man Christmas carol starring our very own Anthony Rodriguez. And then we'll have a digital or a streamed version of our one-man production of It's a Wonderful Life titled This Wonderful Life. And uh, we've been doing that for the past few years at the theater. And I'll tell you what, it is one of, it's just such an impactful, beautiful, beautiful production. And that actor voices all those characters that we've come to love from the movie It's a Wonderful Life so well. And so that will be another option for patrons who maybe don't feel quite as comfortable coming into a space or, you know, if you just want something to watch at home. That's really at the cool. same time, we know we have patrons that want to come back into a theater that are willing to do that. So we're testing a little bit of that with my 14th year of, of the one person Christmas carol. So we're instead of doing it in the studio theater where we used to do it, that seats about 75, 80 people. We're doing it on our main stage with seats about 250 people, but then we'll still be able to seat about 75 people. And so we'll be able to spread folks out. It'll be a little bit different setup for me, but we're going to figure it out and it's going to be great. And that uh, Tony's Christmas Carol will have nine performances between December 16th to the 23rd. Gotcha. Yeah, so lots of opportunities there. How do people get tickets to either or of these shows? Are they both on your website or? Absolutely, yep. If you just visit uh, auroratheater.com, you can check out the show pages for further information, for ticketing as well. All that information is right there. Ready to take the next step in becoming a homeowner? New American Funding can make it happen. New American Funding is a nationally recognized direct lender for residential home loans. Real estate agents and builders love New American Funding because of their in-house processing, 14 business day close guarantee, and the servicing of their loans. They will work tirelessly to help you achieve home ownership. 
backed by thousands of five-star reviews from their customers and with convenient branch locations, more and more residents trust them to close their loans on time. Call New American Funding at 678-898-3540 to start your home buying journey today. So I guess it wouldn't be Christmas without a Christmas carol. So uh, that's still happening as, as we understand it. Uh, but I suspect, like everything else, it'll be a bit different. Tell us what's happening there. Well, like I said, we're doing it in, in the much larger theater. Instead of the small studio space, we're doing it on the main stage. We'll be able to socially distance folks in the theater that way and make sure that they're broken up into their respective groups. I'll be separated from them. Instead of being right in the middle of the audience, pretty much, I'll be on stage. So the setup will be a little different. Obviously, safety protocols that we have coming into the theater. We're doing a lot of stuff to upgrade our space to have a lot of um, contactless things in the bathroom and payment systems and those sorts of things. And you'll see, like you do at many stores, you'll see the plexiglass and stuff up at our box office and at the concession stand. So we're just going to work uh, as best we can to make sure that we're making that patron experience good for for everyone that comes to the theater during the holidays. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of really retrofitting and different processes you've had to think through. And Look, this, yeah. we, we never thought that the staff would have to be both uh, public health professionals and IT professionals, but we have rallied and figured out all the things we need to do. That is impressive. Anthony, uh, I'm just curious. Uh, you strike me as the type of performer who just really thrives on that audience vibe and playing off that and, and feeding off of that. This is going to be a different experience. What kind of shift do you have to make to still pull the energy that you that you probably thrive on from that audience? And, and it's a whole different kind of experience. I, I liken it to recently we watched The Masters, which was played in... in in November. And, and I came to find it was an entirely different feel without that gallery going crazy. And right. we talked earlier about the theater experience and, and experiencing this artistic delivery amongst each other in this big packed house is, is a lot of the energy and, and the joy I get out of that experience. It'd be different. So how do you, how will you shift, shift your method to, to still pull out a, an, a, an amazing performance? Uh, Todd, that's a great question because, you know, when I did the show in the studio, I, I was in the audience. I sat in the audience. I'd sit on somebody's lap. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it was literally, they were part of my show. And so this is going to be, it's going to be different. I think, you know, for me, it's a matter of just making sure that the, the passion and intensity that I've attacked the material with is still present and that I'm making sure that I'm making eye contact with the folks in the audience and making them, letting them feel like I'm speaking to them directly when I make an address to them. And so I'll find ways that I can bring them into those moments, even though we're separated by some distance. Yeah. I also imagine this year has been a little tough on fundraising. So how can, <laughs> how can our listeners support you? Are there, I'm assuming there's a multitude of different ways they can help make sure that the, you know, that the theater stays in Gwinnett County. Carol, I think you have found an amazing way to downplay how a theater has managed to survive for 
uh, seven months with a decrease in revenue of over 75%, but that was great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have been, I mean, we've been lucky. We we have a very supportive uh, partnership with the city of Lawrenceville. We have some very dedicated sponsors and donors and patrons that have been very kind and generous to us, but no doubt we need help. Mm-hmm. I, I make no bones about it. We need folks to make donations here at the end of the year to help us get by and to help continue. There will be, you know, if the reports are right, there will be 60% of nonprofits that do not survive this. Wow. I mean, that's not just theaters and theaters are probably worse. I mean, there, you know, there are a lot of businesses that are capable of opening in some fashion and ours is pretty limited because although we can have some people in the theater, I can't have 30 people on stage because I can't have enough people in the audience to pay the people that are on the stage. So it's, it's, it's just a complicated bit of math there. Absolutely. So... We're all glad that uh, 2020 is wrapping. Uh, we're all finally looking ahead to 2021. I'll ask each of you, and I'll start with you, Juan. Uh, what are you most excited about, uh, and what should we be paying close attention to as we look ahead to 2021? I'm just most excited about the possibilities of this vaccine and how we can get back to, uh, while, while, it, while I don't think it's going to be the same for a long time, if ever, I'm excited about the ways that we have found to create and other artists have found to create and, you know, finding a way to marry that with what we've always done so well. What about you, Anthony? Any thoughts on 2021? Yeah, that vaccine. I hope it's a game changer that they think it's going to be. But, you know, we had our topping out ceremony for the new Lawrenceville Performing Arts Center yesterday. That's where they put the last structural yeah. beam on the, on the building. So it, it's moving along. It should be ready by next summer, and we'll, be, we'll have added two theaters to our complex, a 500-seat space and then a cabaret space, and really more like adding three additional performance areas because we're going to have this incredible courtyard that also has a stage outside where we'll, we'll be able to do some performances out there if some of this is, is continuing to linger. We'll be able to use the 500-seat space to at least seat 250 people socially distant if we still need to do some of those things. Hopefully, you know, within, by the end of 2021, by next Christmas, hopefully we'll just be able to pack the theater full for our holiday event. Yeah. And so those are the things I'm looking forward to. It's very exciting time. And like I said, our partnership with the city of Lawrenceville is incredibly strong. And, that, and that's, that's really what's keeping us going and seeing that new building come to life is, really inspiring for me and I hope it's inspiring to our staff as well. When is the Um, building scheduled to be finished? So it will probably be complete around May or June of 2021. The courtyard we're hoping to have online by the end of March so that we can do some performances outside and get some things going out there. So we'll hopefully we'll be able to get some of those spaces open a little earlier. But the the opening of the entire Lawrenceville Performing Arts Center will be summer of 21. Any thoughts or any ability to begin to put together some semblance of a 2021 season? Uh, how, how is that shaping up? Yeah, so we're, we're looking at, at exactly that sort of thing, a 21-22 season that would begin in the new facility around, we're shooting for October gotcha. as of the start date for that 21 season. We want to make sure we're, we've given enough time for 
that vaccine to be out mm-hmm. out in the public and and that folks are getting it. Outstanding. Well, I uh, it breaks the heart to to see you guys and and other nonprofits struggling through this. But I, what you guys do and what you give to the community is what makes life worth living. So God bless you and, and good luck as you ride through this. And and uh, uh, really grateful that you continue to innovate and figure out ways to still bring some joy to the community and, and entertain. So thank you for what you're doing there and, and good luck through this, uh, this pandemic. As we close, uh, I guess I'll ask you, Anthony, uh, should anyone need to kind of get all the information about all these great shows and where things are going from here, what's the best place for them to go? Oh, well, I mean, Juan answers that really well, but uh, auroratheater.com, that's the, the easiest way to get your tickets for any of our events and to get all of the information about all the things that we've got going on in the holi- during the holidays and to keep informed about stuff that's going on. Juan, you want to add anything? Uh, you can also check us out on Instagram. Uh, we're at aurora.theater, and that's theater with an R-E at the end. As it should um, be. As it should be. <laughs> all right. Anthony Rodriguez and Juan Unsueta. Guys, it was great to have you. Thanks again so much for taking the time to join us. I know you're awfully busy and got a lot going on right now. So thanks for swinging by and good luck to you. Uh, Carol, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Take care. It was ours. All right. Well, that wraps this week's Around Atlanta edition. On behalf of our show sponsor, New American Funding, my co-host, Carol Morgan, I am Todd Schnick. That's all the time that we have for today. Thank you for tuning in and listening. And we'll look forward to seeing you again right here next week. We'll see you then. Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio is sponsored by New American Funding and made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite source for real estate and home building news. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio.